Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions, and they run the gamut, the unanswerable questions, and we have lots of fun with those. Um, The other thing is, today is Groundhog Day, so happy Groundhog Day, everybody. Apparently, Puxatawney Phil in Pennsylvania saw his shadow, so that means everybody's going to have six more weeks of winter. But the funny thing about that is here in Birmingham, I saw online they have a groundhog here named Birmingham Bill who didn't see his shadow because it was cloudy and kind of rainy here today. So that means we don't have winter in the deep south. So go figure all that out. I thought that was hilarious. But Anyways, uh, we have several people that have joined us already on the phones, and then I have lots of questions that have been submitted online, so I'll choose a few of those and get those read as well. But I believe our first caller is Susie. Hi, Susie, are you with us? Oh, yes. Thank you so much. Hi, Susie. How are you this evening? I'm I'm okay. A little little scared about something that happened in our house this week, and that was Uh my question. Uh Uh-oh. so, yes, we were, um, someone kicked our front door in on Saturday night and uh, burglarized our home while we were out of town. And so I was just wondering if you have any ability to know whether they, the people who did this, either someone said today to me, uh, well, maybe they're planning to come back for the for valuable things they left, or maybe it's someone who knows you and knew you were out of town, and I just wondered if you have any ability to sense that, whether they have plans yeah. to come back, or if they if someone that knows us, and um, anything that you can tell me, because I'm just in a little fear about that. But I, and oh, I'm sure. <laughs> My gosh. I'm in an alarm system and that kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, how awful. You have an alarm system now? Um, not yet. We're, we're planning to get one. That was a question of, you know, there's so many different things, alarms and cameras and things that we, we're wondering what would be best if, you know, we need that. Okay. All right. Susie, tell everybody where you're calling from. The San Francisco Bay Area. Okay. Terrific. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you, and then I'm going to do an instant replay of what the burglary was and see if we can see what was going on. Did you post on social media by any chance that you were gone for the weekend? No. No. Okay. All right. But who knew other than family that you were going to be gone? Um, Just maybe some, some people at the gym, some, some friends that I know at the gym. Okay. 
I'm not getting that it was anybody at the gym. So, all right, let me go ahead and get you on my radar. Um, my laser, I have a laser beam that I raise my vibrational level really high to those of you that are first-time listeners. And I see a laser beam go from my body here. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama, and it's going to go northwest and hook into Susie in San Francisco. So here we go. Okay, Susie, I got you on my radar. Let's see if I can do a replay. It was kids. They were, they look like they're um, early 20s. It was two of them, boys, that were doing it. I get that you know them. Uh, What did they take? Um, some jewelry and some silver coins that my husband had been passed down to silver dollar coins. I don't know everything they took. They took some like big travel bags to put the stuff in that they took. Okay. Um, but they did it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no! Just we're still trying to figure out everything they took, um, and I'm, I'm just wondering if they have plans to come back for some valuables they left. <laughs> Did it seem like they knew everything. what they were looking for, or they knew where to go? I mean, they just they went in the guest room and in the um, the, the main bedroom mostly. So they didn't ransack the place looking for stuff. Not really. I mean, they kind of. Yeah, they did look in the closets and stuff, and they seemed to get a box of jewelry and, and go through my jewelry armoire and, um, and stuff in my bedroom. Okay. But the, oh, I'm how just wondering awful. if they have plans to come back. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I get a no. They do not have plans to come back. The fact that they were looking for the things they were looking for tells me they were amateurs because... Burglar, burglars nowadays look for um, credit cards and social security numbers and stuff like that because it's way more valuable to sell on the black market, that kind of stuff, health insurance information. So it's really important for us to keep that stuff locked up as much as we can. Um, but these were people that knew that you know, that you would know. I mean, I don't wow. know, you don't know them well, but you know who you, they're in your circle somehow. Wow. So it may be, let me see, people who know you who know them somehow. Hmm. And it, we can, it, oh, go ahead. We can explore that further, but right now it sounds like you're more worried about will they come back than anything. So will they return and burglar as again? No. Is it in Susie's best interest to get an alarm system installed? Yes. Okay. With monitoring. So if it goes off, there's, it goes to a monitoring station, ADP, all those guys have that stuff. And, um, it goes to a monitoring station, and you can set the perimeter. Like when my husband's out of town, it's so funny. On our alarm, I set the perimeter alarm on. When I'm in the house alone at night, it just makes me feel better. And then when I go to bed, we got the laser beams going and all that jazz, too, because we have a lot of glass in our house. But um, they, I, I've read that the biggest deterrent for burglars is the – alarm sign out in front and you want to put one in the front and put one in the back of your house. 
And the other thing I've heard is leave the lights on and get the motion detector lights. Uh-huh. Okay. And does it say, do you see what time they did it? Because the mail person, I mean, the, the uh, delivery paper person says that she delivered at 530 and the door was closed. But I'm just wondering how that could be possible that they would have come that early, I mean, that, you know, late on a Saturday morning and whether she just thought the door was closed and didn't notice that it was open by a foot? When I ask the question, I get 11.30 p.m. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and does it, do you get any sense of what they took? Because we don't even know. I know there's like a big space in my closet where there used to be stuff, and I'm trying to remember what was even there and the, you know, the jewelry, the box of jewelry. I can't remember everything was in there, but... Was there a camera in there, Susie? Uh, you mean the camera that they might have taken? Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly. I was going to check um, where I have my camera. Uh, okay. I don't That's know what I'm yet. getting, a camera. Uh, they were just, they were kids. They were amateurs. They were coming in and out. They wanted to get in and out fast. They wanted to grab whatever they could get that they thought. You know, they Do could you pawn. See them taking checks because we wondered about. We closed our accounts, but I just wondered if they no. took the checks. I get a no on that. In my drawer. Okay, they went in my drawer. Okay. I get, I get a no on that, but you were smart to. Uh, do that. We have on our house. We have floodlights that have motion detector sensors on them. Mm-hmm. So whenever an animal or a person or whatever comes on, it's on. It's on all the corners. It comes on and they they just light up everything. So that's something for you to consider as well with the okay. alarm. Okay. It's the motion detector lights. Right. The okay. Especially. Lights. Okay. Well. Okay. Thank you. I, uh, I don't get that. I don't get that they're planning to come back. Okay. But I think know. you're going to feel a lot better once you have an alarm in place. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're not. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's okay. But hook it up to a monitoring system. Okay. Thank you, Julie. So you bet. Hang, Hang in there. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. All righty. Our next caller, I believe, is Darren. Hi, Darren. Are you with us? Yes, Julia. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you, sir? Well, I'm actually multitasking. I'm at work, but I'm still able to hear you and hear me, so I figured I'd give you a call. Yeah, you sound like you're either in a Starbucks or a cafe. Or like with a well, I'm in a factory right now, actually. I am uh, working with robots uh, building car parts. Oh, my God. So it okay. reminds me of Johnny Five, you know, like short circuit, but <laughs> it's kind of funny. But, um, oh, my gosh. But, uh, yeah, I, just, uh, I loved your thing that you gave me. I love your show. And, uh, Colin, and just had two couple questions for you. Okay, please tell everybody where you're calling from. Where's the factory? I well, it's actually in Greencastle, Indiana, Shyota. We make parts for Subaru, and I work about every day. <laughs> but uh, it's in uh, Indiana, Greencastle, Indiana, okay. and um, I've been here about three months. So, right. Um, but, uh, you might hear some noise in the background. Just uh, disregard. <laughs> That may be interesting for your show, but um, my 
my question uh, was about, first one was about Kayla. It, it, she was okay. I had a little scare from her getting choked and beaten. So she, uh, I haven't heard from her, so I just wanted to see how she's doing. Darren, can you give all of everybody that's listening a, just a kind of a brief overview of who Kayla is and oh, sure. a little bit of background? My ex-fiance, I've known her for about three years. Um, she recently, her and I broke up. Uh, she left and went to Florida. I stayed in Indiana. She got an abusive relationship. We reconnected recently. Yeah, recently uh, gotten a, a, you know, uh, hurt, uh, abused by her boyfriend. So, you know, I was just wondering how how she's doing physically right now and if she's okay. Um, she uh, has been blocked on Facebook, which she doesn't put on, but I bought her a plane ticket and she didn't get on the plane and uh, the phone has been disconnected. So I'm just curious, uh, we're physically and emotionally right now. Okay. All right. I'm going to put you back on mute while I answer you just because you're kind of cutting in and out. Okay. okay. And then, but you'll be able to hear me, but I'm going to put you on mute so that it'll be easier to hear me. Okay? So hang in there. Here we go. Okay, so back to Kayla. For those of you that couldn't hear that very well, Darren sent me an email, uh, gosh, last week, I guess it was. He had called me for a private consult back last fall, and he sent me kind of an in the body of the email, it said emergency email, and it was about his ex-fiance Kayla, who is in a new relationship in another state, and apparently she was very badly beaten. And so he sent me an email that said, is she okay? Is she alive? I've sent her a plane ticket, but I haven't heard back from her. Is she going to fly here in the morning? You know, will I hear from her? And at that point, I got a no that he wouldn't, but that she was alive. So what Darren's asking now is, What's the update on Kayla? So what I'm going to do, Darren, is I'm going to connect to you in Indiana, and then I'm going to, okay, I've got you, and then the laser beam now is going from you in Indiana. It's coming back south and heading to Florida to hook into Kayla. Um, Kayla, do I have permission? I'm asking her permission if I can scan her. She's saying no, but I can see what she looks like from the outside, Darren, and she's pretty bruised. Her her eyes are black and blue, and she's she kind of looks like a um, a little meek uh, person, like she's kind of afraid of her own shadow at this point. So let me ask a couple of questions. Uh, are you afraid for your life? Yes. I'm asking these questions to Kayla. Are you going to try and go be with Darren? No. She's saying she has to figure this out on her own. Why has your phone been disconnected? She's saying she can't afford it. And lastly, will you use the plane ticket that Darren sent to you? 
and I'm getting a no on that. So she's alive. She's been badly beaten, but she's alive. Okay, did you hear all of that? Oh, yes. Yes, I did. Thank you. Okay, good. Any other questions along those lines? It just seems like God's closing some doors, so I was just wondering, do you think that I will soon maybe get out of this relationship um, downfall that I'm in? Like, I I guess, from mannequins, women, (laughs) you know, just... Uh, it seems like I have rough luck with women. Okay. So, that was All my right. last so, question. So your question is, your, your question is, will you find a woman that's going to be a good woman for you in a great relationship? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Let me put you on hold. I'm going to put you on mute again, and then I'll okay. come okay. back. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And Thank I'll you, Julia. Okay. Okay. Here we okay. go. Okay, so the question again for Darren was, he feels like he's not having great, um, great luck with women, and uh, will, will he ever find a good woman? So the answer to that is, of course, you will. And here's what I want you to do. Write down everything that you can think of that would be, in your mind, someone who would be a good partner for you. I mean, be as just blue sky as you can be. Talk about their personality traits, talk about their background, talk about what they look like if you want, talk about their education, their health, their family. And then imagine you yourself and this woman in a relationship. And then I want you to write down every detail you can think of that comes to mind of how you see your relationship. Are you guys married? Are you living in a certain place in a certain house? Do you have a family? I mean, make it 10 years out. So February 2nd, 2027 is where this is going to take place. And when you write it, Darren, I want you to write it in present tense. Let's say this gal's name is Sally. So Sally and I are whatever, fill in the blank. Make it as, embellish it as much as you can. Make it as detailed as you can. I want you to date it and sign it, and then I want you to put it away. And then I want you to take it out like every few months and just look at it and then put it back away. What that's going to do is that's going to focus your energy on what you want to attract and it's going to come to you. And then in, on, on Groundhog Day in 2027, Darren, I want you to take that piece of paper out and read it and see how many of the characteristics are contained in, in your partner. You're going to be flabbergasted. And everybody, you can do this with anything. You don't have to just do this with a person that you're, you know, a mate you're trying to attract or a, a job. You can do it with a job. You can do it with your whole life whatever, every, every and any aspect of your life. But the more detailed you are, the more you're focusing your intention and your energies on that. And then you have to let it go because those requests are going to be fulfilled in ways that we can't imagine. And when we try and force it, we're controlling what God, the universe, the spirits, the angels, the whole gamut are trying to do to fulfill what our wishes are. 
And they all know better what we want a lot of times than what we know. So set your focus on what you want, write it down, put it away, and let it go. And then just believe and expect that it's going to happen. And it will. And then, Darren, on Groundhog Day in 2027, I want you to contact me if we're still doing a show or email me or whatever and let me know how it all worked out. Hopefully, I'll get to talk to you before then, too, but, you know, at least then. Okay. Were you able to well, hear I, all of that? Yeah, I, I loud and clear, actually. Uh, it was okay. great advice. And like I said, um, I will definitely, uh, uh, you know, I, I always try and be positive, and I know uh, that... Uh, you know, I know that eventually uh, he's around the corner. I just, I just clarifying yep. that maybe God shut the door to Taylor and I need yep. to move on. So it's kind yep. of a sign. Well, but, the other uh, thing that I want you to remember, Darren, is that everything happens for us, not to us. So the fact that Kayla's not with you and she's in that relationship and all of that, to your point, maybe it is a door shutting. You know, it's happening for you. You're benefiting from this somehow. Right. And maybe, it, maybe you just don't know all the way. Just believe that it's happening for you. Okay? Well, I, I really appreciate this, guys. And uh, thank you again for the reading uh, a couple months ago. And if anyone, uh, of course, listening to your show um, would get a reading or, or vice versa, I'm sure that uh, you can help them as much as you can. And I look okay. forward to maybe calling next Thursday again. Okay, terrific. Thanks. You said right, the word. Take care. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Well, that was a new phenomenon to have somebody call us from work working in a factory. My goodness, that was kind of that was a that was a new experience. So, I hope that it was okay when I had him muted. I I know there there was a lot of background noise, but Anyways, along those lines, we do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. Go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and if you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll see the call-in information and the times in the different time zones. Also, while you're on my site, sign up for my newsletter because I send those out on Thursdays, and in the body of the newsletter, Excuse me, in the body of the email, you'll see this call-in information. And uh, what, the, what the newsletter is, is a blog. And it's a question that somebody has submitted online. And uh, I answer the question. It takes you m- maybe a minute to read it. And it's usually, I, I do my best to pick ones that are interesting and different. And uh, I get a lot of them submitted online. So I choose one that I think will be interesting. Also, when you're on the website, Sign up for, like Darren said, a private session with me because those are really fun and really interesting. And I get you for a whole hour all to myself and we can cover anything you want to talk about. If you want me to scan you medically, that's fine. If you want to talk to a deceased loved one, if you want to ask, as my son when he was little would say, ask the spirits and beyond. Um, If you want to ask the spirits and beyond, we can do that. And uh, it, it really is terrific, the information that we get out of those sessions. And I love doing them with you. Okay, let's go to a question that was submitted online. And this one's from Victoria, and she lives in London, in England. And she asked, Hi, Julie. Hope you're having a fabulous new year. 
My question relates to our house. It's been on the market for over a year. We've had a couple of offers we turned down, and then just before Christmas, we accepted a higher offer, but then the buyer pulled out. We now have a friend who wishes to buy, but for a lower price than what we're asking. My question really is, are we meant to sell the house, and if so, when do you think? I would like to buy somewhere where we can build our dream house. Is this right for us? Thanks and much love, Victoria. And here's my response. Hi, Victoria. Lovely to hear from you, and happy 2017 to you, too. Regarding your house, at this moment in time, I got, that means when I, everybody, that means when I ask a question, I immediately get information. I get an answer in my head. It's like I can hear the answer in my head. It's not like, it is, I can hear the answer in my head. Uh, So I go back to say, regarding your house, at this moment in time, I got, it is in your best interest to sell it and not in your best interest to accept the low offer from your friend. Now, also, I always ask, is it in someone's best interest too? Because that encompasses all variables. That's what I was talking about with Darren just a minute ago, is we can't, in our human minds, we don't have the capacity to see all of the ways something's going to unfold. So when we ask, is it in my best interest too?" That encompasses all the variables and encompasses what's in our best interest instead of what most of us say is, should I? Well, whose opinion is, should I? We don't know. So um, so let's here. I got somebody that just joined us. Hi, I'm going to put you on mute. Looks like your name's Joseph, and I'll be back with you in just a second. Okay, so um, back to my response to Victoria. Having said that, I also get it's in your best interest to sell the house when the price is right and regardless of who's making the offer. Your dream house is coming and the timing is all playing out perfectly. Just trust in the process and believe it's all working out in your best interest. That's what I was just talking about. I go on to say there are about a bazillion scenarios that can lead to you and your family living in your dream house, and all of them are going to produce the same outcome. Again, we were just talking about this with Darren. Focus on what you want and get out of the way, because God, the universe, the angels, whatever, the whole group know how to bring it to us better than we know how to go get it, if that makes sense. And then I closed with, you'll see, at some point, you'll look back at this time and realize how well everything worked out. Consider it an adventure. So, Victoria, looks like your dream house is in the making. You just have to trust and believe that it is so, and it's coming. So, hang in there, girl. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So, if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie 
for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. All righty. I believe our next caller is Marie. Hi, Marie. Are you with us? I am. Hi there. How are you? Good. 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 Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. Wow. Two San Francisco callers tonight. We are lucky. <laughs> How are you out there? What's going on? It's raining. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you guys need rain, right? <laughs> yeah, we love to have rain. Yeah, get those reservoirs and those aqueducts and stuff filled yeah. up, right? Fill them up. <laughs> right. Well, uh, did you have a question for me? Well, I was just wondering whether you could do a medical scan on my my daughter, Anne, who lives in sure. Boulder. And sure. uh, just she's going through some issues, and I just wondered if, if you could pinpoint what it is, why she always gets um, sick when she goes to Boulder. Yes. Okay. But she's not sick when she's with you in San Francisco? No. Huh. Interesting. All right. <laughs> yes, absolutely. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you in San Francisco. And then like what I just did with uh, Darren, you know, connected to his ex-girlfriend in Florida, the laser beam's going to go from my body here in Birmingham to you, and then it'll go to Colorado from you. And everybody, how I do this, if you're a first-time listener, I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. Our spirits, when they're in human form in the body, vibrate at a slower rate simply because the body has mass. And when we're out of our body, when we go back to non-physical, when we go to heaven, when we die, we vibrate at a faster rate. So that's how I'm able to scan people anywhere in the world is I connect to them energetically at the level of spirit, which is a high vibrational rate. So that's what I'm ready to do, Marie. Um, let me, I'll let you know when I have you and then when I have Anne on my radar. Okay, laser beam, Birmingham, San Francisco got you. Okay, bouncing to Boulder got her. All right, I'm asking her permission if I can scan her. Everybody, I always ask permission before I scan somebody who isn't asking me themselves because I turn this ability on and off at will. I don't walk around scanning people because I don't believe it's ethical. Number one, number two, it's really none of my business. And number three, I don't really want to know what's going on with everybody. So, okay, and talking to your mom, can I scan you? Okay, she gave me a yes. All right, so let's see. It's funny because the people who usually deny me are little kids. <laughs> it's so funny, Marie. They'll be like a four-year-old. Their mom will want their mom will want me to scan them, and they'll go no, which is hilarious. So I'll send the mom back to talk to them and you know explain a little bit about what we're going to do, and then usually they'll give me permission at that point. But it's really funny. But she gave me permission right away. Okay, she is full of candida yeast. You've probably, if you've listened to the show, you've heard me talk about that before. Um, and let me get that blown out. What it looks like, everybody, is yeast that you see in a packet of yeast or that white powder that's on yeast rolls that you see in a restaurant or, 
or uh, sometimes they, well, I know they sell big bags of them at grocery stores and Costco and places like that. She's full of yeast. That comes from uh, overuse of antibiotics, Marie. It can come from being on the pill. It can come from uh, eating non-organic foods because the pesticides are antibiotics because they kill bugs. Mm -hmm. Uh, It can come from mold exposure. It's just the gut biome isn't right. And what it does is the yeast goes wild there's an overgrowth of yeast in the intestinal tract, and the yeast releases up to 100 known toxins into the bloodstream. And when that happens, it causes a multitude of symptoms. So when somebody has that, their immune system's basically whacked, for letter, better, for lack of a better word, <laughs> but, but it makes them super sensitive to whatever. Um, allergens in the air whatever. So what I'm doing is I'm sucking the yeast particles out of her. Her intestines and her stomach are really inflamed. Does she complain about stomach problems or bloating or gas or Um, stomach aches? She does. Okay. But you know, it's not when she's here. It's when she's just there. Yeah. Okay. Well, what I'm trying to do is get underneath that and see what in the heck's going on with what is it in Boulder that she's doing that's different from when she's in San Francisco. Well, the first thing I'm getting is she's eating differently. What's she eating? She's eating stuff in Boulder that she doesn't eat at your house. She probably Hmm. eats healthier at your house Mm -hmm. is my guess. Um, Does she drink alcohol? I'm getting she drinks more in Boulder. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So she's drinking more there than she is with you, which would make sense. I mean, you're not going to like, drink heavily when when you're with your mom usually right. <laughs> people don't <laughs> anyway not that you're not a lot of fun but I don't know that that's going to be the norm okay does she like wine um she doesn't drink much of it okay she just, I'm getting she wine did. and margaritas does she like margaritas <laughs> I don't I don't know what she drinks. (laughs) All right. I'm getting she likes wine and margaritas. And and any kind of alcohol is any kind of liquor or wine or beer is fermented with yeast, Marie. Mm -hmm. So that's just a yeast cocktail when she's drinking that. And so what are her symptoms when she's in Boulder? Um, She gets a cold. Okay. Right now she has... Um, she came down with a cold and now she has strep throat. All right. Sinus infections, strep throat, all that kind of stuff. It's just because her immune system is compromised because of the Mm -hmm. yeast. And I had a yeast issue for the first 40 years of my life. And I, it resulted from, I was on antibiotics the day I was born, like the day after I was born, because there was a, I got a staph infection in the hospital nursery, and they put mm-hmm. me as a one-day-old on antibiotics back in the late 50s mm-hmm. when I was born. And so my immune system was whacked, and I had a yeast problem for 40 years. And I met a doctor here in Birmingham who diagnosed it and treated me for it, and boy, new lease on life, let me tell you. I, I swear I think part of the reason I moved to Birmingham was to meet him. 
But I had, Marie, I had chronic sinus infections and strep throats to the point where I was on antibiotics at least once a quarter, at least. Mm -hmm. And he, my doctor, his name was Dr. Truss, he's deceased now, and he explained to me that it just lessens the, the immune system when you're dealing with yeast. So let's cut to the chase. What does she need to do? Have her go online, Google Candida yeast overgrowth. Do you have a pen? Can you write this stuff down? I am writing it down, yeah. Okay, Candida, C-A-N-D-I-D-A is how it's spelled. Candida mm-hmm. yeast overgrowth. Have her go to Bulletproof, B-U-L-L-E-T, proof, P-R-O-O-F, exec, E-X-E-C, dot com, slash diet. So Bulletproof exec dot com like bulletproof executive but it's mm-hmm. just an abbreviation dot com diet there she she'll find a food chart that she can download for free mm-hmm. and tell her to eat what's on that food chart okay okay tell her to stay away from alcoholic beverages okay especially in the short run till she gets this cleared up okay and, and then the the other thing is there's a book and I don't know how she is about reading books. You may want to read it, and then you can tell her about it if she's not a book reader. I find sometimes young people aren't, um, and I'm assuming she's young. Uh, but look up this book, Marie, and it's called Detoxification and Healing. And it's by a, a doctor named Sidney Baker, B-A-K-E-R, M-D. Okay. Dr. Baker was a professor at um, Princeton and Yale Medical Schools, and he has a whole chapter in his book about candida yeast overgrowth, and he learned about it from my doctor, Dr. Trust, here in Birmingham, and there's a whole chapter in that book about it, and they talk about what works and how to clear it up, okay? Mm -hmm. The last thing that I suggest for Anne is to go find a functional medicine doctor, And she can find one if you go to functionalmedicine.org and you put in her her zip code, Marie, Mm -hmm. she will be able to find a functional medicine doctor in her area. So put in whatever her zip code is in Boulder. And functional medicine doctors are a little bit different. They're, They're MDs, but they look at the body as a whole unit. And they're going to reverse engineer her symptoms. And so they're going to help her clear up the candida. They're going to look to see whatever she needs to support her getting well, to get her off the chronic roller coaster ride of sinus infections and colds and antibiotics mm-hmm. and all that jazz. Okay? okay. So I highly recommend that she find a functional medicine doctor versus a regular doctor. If she goes, they're trained to just give uh, prescriptions primarily and or surgery if it's needed for a condition. So let's say she goes in with a sinus infection, a conventional doctor is going to give her antibiotics. A functional Mm -hmm. medicine doctor is going to figure out what's causing the infection, help her heal the infection, and then help her figure out how to stop the infection from coming again to fix the root of whatever's causing it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully that will help. Okay. Should she 
is it in her best interest to stay in Boulder? I get a yes on that before the question's even out. Mm. Is it in her best interest to look into going to the university or looking into going into the Air Force? Wow. Okay. So is it in her best interest to go to what? Enlist with the airport, Air Force or to go, go to college? And the answer I got was both. Okay, that was the second time, and that's why I asked it that way. She may want to look into a ROTC program or something along those lines at the at college mm-hmm. that will pay for her education, and she can go into the Air Force afterwards hmm. because they can serve. I know the ROTC programs, I believe they serve four or five years afterwards. One of my best friends, her son went to Northwestern and was a um, Navy, was in the Navy ROTC because he wanted to be a fighter pilot. And he is mm-hmm. now stationed in, hmm. up, in, up near Seattle at an Air Force, at a Navy base up there. Uh-huh. And he flies on and off of, of um, aircraft carriers. But they paid, the Navy paid for his whole education. Well, that's so she, she may, thank you. Yeah, she may want to look into that. She wants to be a doctor, so she has a lot of um, years ahead of her, and she's trying to establish emancipation, which is very difficult. So. Okay. Well, I would, I would encourage her to have a conversation with whatever branch of the military, if it's Air Force or Navy. or I have another friend who graduated from the Air Force Academy but served his time at working for the Navy. He graduated with a nuclear mm-hmm. engineering degree from the Air Force Academy, but mm-hmm. he was a nuclear engineer on aircraft carriers in the Navy. And so I know that they have inter-service oh, okay. privileges and whatever. So just because she... Um, is in the ROTC of one branch of the military, I think they can transfer to another branch if need be. Good. Okay. Well, All right. Well, I hope things. that helps. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You that bet. Great. Thank you. Stay dry out there. Thank you so much. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye. Okay. <clears throat> Got another caller, I believe. This is Joseph. Hi, Joseph. Oh, hi. How are you? Hi there. Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Terrific. Uh, Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Uh, Brooklyn, New York. You can tell from my accent. Brooklyn, yes. You sound like a native New Yorker. There used to be a song when I was in my early 20s called Native New Yorker that we all used to dance disco to back in the day. You'll have to look that up. Yes. Yeah. Do you have a question for me? Uh, It concerns my mother. She's uh, living in Arizona now. She's old. She's sick. I'm just trying to figure out. She's... Her immune system ain't fighting back much anymore. Just trying to figure out how much time she has left. It looks like it's very soon. I don't know when is it before you know she goes. And okay. All right. What's her. your mom's name, Joe? Do you go by Joseph or Joe? Yeah. Or? No, Joe's fine. Joe. Okay. Her name is Camilla. Camilla. Mm-hmm. Okay. What I'm going to do, you, if hopefully you heard me earlier talking with Marie about my laser beam that is going to mm-hmm. hook into you. 
in Brooklyn, and then it's going to go hook into your mom, Miss Camilla. So let me get you on my radar. Okay, laser beams coming from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading north up to Brooklyn. What's it doing up there? Are you guys freezing, or is it is it it's decent? Not bad. We had a great winter so far. Well, good. Yeah, global warming is good for us. Yeah. <laughs> Knock on wood. Huh? I saw there's a yeah. big storm supposedly going to get the Midwest next week and cause some turbulence in the deep south. We we don't get snow. We just get tornadoes and fun things like that down here. But, hey, I went for a walk yesterday morning with shorts and a T-shirt on in January, and I thought, or I guess it was February 1st. I thought, that's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Okay. I've got you on my laser beam. Okay. It's going to your mom. Okay. Uh she is in what I call the twelve. <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> the twelve phases of transition. Mm-hmm. So your uh, hunch is correct. If you go on my website, Joseph, yeah. you will see a diagram. If you click on the um, button that says the 12 phases of transition, you'll see graphics that explain these different stages. And when somebody's dying, what happens is our, our spirits exit through the top of our heads, as I perceive it. And they hold on to the top of our head and it, in, a, in kind of a bubble configuration. And it looks like the bubble on a cartoon where the words are when a character is talking. And your mom is in Phase three. So here you'll see this graphic when you go on AskJulieRyan.com and you click on the 12 phases of transition. But let me explain to you and everybody else that's with us tonight what this means. Your, your maternal grandmother and your maternal grandfather, so your mom's parents' spirits are at her feet and she is surrounded by a circle of angels right now. And um, your grandparents are anchoring the circle of angels at her feet. Okay, and these are big old guardian angels. They all look the same to me. They, I'm a Catholic girl. I was raised 12 years of Catholic school, so they look like angels that I was taught this is what angels look like. Does that mean what they really look like? Who knows, but that's how they appear to me. And as she gets closer to death, that circle is going to open into a horseshoe, Joe, and it's going to continue to expand until it's in a straight line. And then other family and friends, spirits, every pet she's ever had, their spirit will be there. Um, Is your dad living? No. Okay. His spirit spirit will be there as well. He's going to stand diagonally as you're... As we're facing your mom, your dad's spirit will be behind and diagonally to the right of your grandmother's spirit. But, um, but she is dying, so your hunch is correct. Now, there are three questions I always ask the person who's dying, and let me ask them to your mom, and then we can ask specific questions if you want more information. The first one is, Camilla, are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? My family. Okay, what about what do you need your to be to be here? She wants her family around you, around her. Is there more than just you? My brother, he lives out there with her. He lives with her. Can he you in Arizona. Hmm. Yeah. say that again? I'm sorry. He lives in Arizona. He's in Phoenix also. Okay, so is she with him in his home? Is she? No, where is she? she's in her own apartment. Okay. All right. 
Is there a way that you can get out to see her? Yeah, that's the issue. I have so much. <laughs> I have so many animals I'm taking care of my own over here. I can't, and I have so much going on. I can't, I'm trying to get out there, but uh, yeah. is she waiting for me to come see her? I got a yes on that. I got a yes on that. But let me tell you, I one of my best friends, her mom, she lived in Louisville at the time. Her mom was dying in Kansas City. She couldn't get there. She just, with her work schedule and everything, she couldn't get there. And her mom mm-hmm. kept hanging on, hang, hanging on, hanging on. And so what I did with her was she and I are... I helped facilitate our spirits going to visit her mom, and that sufficed. So if you want to work on that, schedule a private session with me. We can do that. It worked great for my friend Trish, and it it satisfied her mom because Mm -hmm. Trish was with her just in spirit form. I know that sounds very futuristic, but I'm just telling you it worked. And um, so... I've done that with a couple of other people throughout the years when it was really impossible for them to get with a loved one when they were dying. The other thing is our loved ones are in control, and as we will be when we all are ready to die. We're in control of when we go, how we go, and who's with us when we go. So Mm. your mom has a lot of control over that. Uh, if you can't get out there right now, but maybe you can come later. I, I mean, there are so many stories about family members who were there, were there, were there with their loved one, and they left to go get a cup of coffee, and the loved one slipped away when they were out of the room. Every funeral director can tell you countless stories about that. So we're all in control, including your mama, when she, when they go, when she's going to go. Okay? She's not, not ready to Does go that yet. Help? Yeah. No, she's in the early stages. But I can tell you that I've seen throughout the 20 some years I've been doing this, I've seen people progress really quickly through these stages. Certainly if somebody dies, you know, instantly in a car crash or something, that's always they go through the stages in split seconds. But I've also seen people um my brother-in-law's father Uh, is right now in stage 11, and he's been in it for a couple of weeks, 11 of 12. He's ready to go, and he's been hanging. So I've seen other people stay in different phases for long periods of time. It's just everything is so individual. Mm. Okay, so I hope that gives you some help and some information. It's so hard when you're living far away to... Yeah, gauge no when to when's best to go and how to go yeah. and all of that. That's the hard part. Can she talk to you on the phone? Yeah, I just finished talking to her. Okay, good. I Great. She's in pain and she keeps saying she wants to join my phone, so she's getting ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm used to yeah. not fighting so much. She has C diff, shingles, and the urinary tract infections. I'm used to God. She's totally in pain, just ready to go. I don't know what she's holding on for, but I told her, you know, you want to go, go. Don't hold on no more, go. Yeah. Well, sometimes sometimes our loved ones just need that kind of permission from us, too, that we're going to be okay, especially moms. 
you know, we still try to take care of our kids even when they're grown. <laughs> so, yeah. the, the funny thing about that is we still take care of our kids even when we're in spirit form because we're the, the mother's, the maternal spirit is the one that runs the show, calls in the angels, calls in the other deceased loved one spirits, really runs the show. It's very interesting for me to watch and I've watched it, you know, countless times. So we, we moms still take care of our kids even when we're, even when we're dead. How about that? <laughs> so, well, good luck, Joe. Let me know if I can, if I can help you going forward with your mom. And the one thing I can tell you is look for the miracles because there will be little miracles all along the way. Okay. Okay. All, all right. right. Just look for the miracles. Uh, thank you. Okay. All righty. Take care. Bye. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. We have another caller, and I believe it's Musa. Hi, Musa. Are you with us? Yes, I am here. Hi, Julie. Hi there. How are you? I am doing fine. Thank you. Thanks for having Good. me. Good. Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Calling from Indiana today. Oh, yeah, you were, where were you last time you called in? Connecticut or someplace, weren't you? Yep, I was in Hartford, Connecticut. That's right. Well, good. Terrific. Well, thanks for calling. We've got about another five minutes left. So do you have a question for me? Yep. Uh, quick question. Uh, my son has some behavioral issues lately. Actually, not lately. Okay. The last two, three years. Uh I've decided to uh, get him checked out for different things with his doctor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to get your second opinion on it, see if you find anything that I should look into while I'm going through this okay. uh, process with the doctors. Sure. What, what's his name and how old is he? He's 10. His name is Yakin. Spell for me. Come again? Spell his name for me. Oh, Y-A-Q-E-E-N, Yakin. Yakin. Cool name. I haven't heard that one before. Okay. And he's 10. All right. I'm going to connect to you, and then through you, I'm going to connect to him. So here we go. We'll see if he'll let me scan him. Like I, you may have heard me say earlier, kids are usually the ones that won't let me scan him, which is really funny. So I've got you. Okay. Got your son. I know I sound like a broken record on this candida thing. He is full of candida yeast. He is full of candida yeast. Causes Can cause behavior problems, can cause all kinds of other symptoms. Two books I want you to check out, Musa. Mm-hmm. First one is Detoxification and Healing by Sidney Baker, MD. Okay. And the second one is A Mind of Your Own by Kelly Brogan, MD. And Kelly, uh, detoxification and healing is going to deal with kids. Dr. Baker works with kids with behavioral issues. He's in New York. And by the way, I recommended him to a client. She called him. He called her back on an evening on his cell phone, which was really Mm -hmm. remarkable. She lived up near where his office is. I think he's in upstate New York. Dr. Brogan is a psychiatrist who's in Manhattan, but she 
has come up with a formula to help with behavioral issues and depression. And her book is skewed primarily for women, but the information's the same for all of us. Okay, I think she just wrote it to who she thought her audience was going to be, but the information makes sense for everybody. And I think I would read that one first, A Mind of Your Own, because she cites all kinds of studies that are, she's an MIT and Cornell educated physician, Mm -hmm. and she just studies the daylights out of all the research that's out there. I mean, she has so many references, pages and pages of references. And I think it's going to give you a lot of information and, and a lot of education that will help you deal with whoever your, your son's doctor is to help him awesome. with these issues. Okay? Well, thank you very much. You are so welcome. Anything else? we got two minutes left. Uh, let me think. Have you thought any more about your electrical engineering? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> Musa in a past life was an electrical engineer on a different planet. I thought that was wild, Musa. <laughs> no, that was that was something else. I definitely That was wild. And he's an electrical engineer in this lifetime, so we we couldn't have made that up if we tried, right? Yeah. That was yeah, so I'm funny. Like, I asked Musa, I said, Musa, what do you do now? And he said, I'm an engineer and then on this other planet. He was in he was in charge of all these electromagnetic fields and all this stuff. And I said, Musa, what kind of engineer are you? And he said, I'm an electrical engineer. And we just cracked up. We thought that was a riot. So hey, anyway, that was, uh, that that was, was wild, wasn't it? Surprise. Oh yeah, yeah, that was wild. I know. Oh, yeah. Go, did you go see Star Wars? <laughs> Not yet. Okay, go see it. It. <laughs> I told you, I said, go see Star Wars. You'll see your people. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for calling in, and I hope you have a terrific week, and good good luck with Yakin. Thank you, Julie. Okay, yeah. take care. Bye-bye. Take care. All right, everybody. We are out of time. This was fun. Thanks to everybody that called in, and uh, please call in next week. Join us. I love talking with you, and... And it's fun to hear your questions. Also, follow me on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan. Follow me on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. Submit your questions online, AskJulieRyan.com. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.